Welcome to 50 Shades of Shilamita, the podcast where nothing is off limits. As a multidimensional sovereign mom, partner, CEO, serial entrepreneur, speaker, and best-selling author, I am on a mission to help more women and men become fully embodied in their sovereignty and power so they can live their truth, speak it unapologetically, and live a life free from the matrix. Each week, I will bring you episodes that will awaken you, inspire you to think outside of the box, and step into the leader that you know that you are. The world needs more people who are walking their talk and unafraid to stand in their truth, and I'm here as your guide to help you do just that. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to day five of 50 Shades of Shilamita. I am super, super excited to be doing this show with you guys. This week has been amazing. The feedback has been amazing. Thank you so much for those of you that have been reaching out and sharing the show. I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for you sharing the love, and I am super excited for all of the shows to come. So today my show is called In the Blink of an Eye and I really want to break down the events of what's happened for me this week and to tie it into all of life because I know that we all deal with all kinds of different things and in the blink of an eye anything can change and we don't really think about that. Um, We think that we are invincible. We fill our schedules to the rim, right? And we don't hold space to allow for anything else to come in. And eventually what happens is the universe just starts to derail us, right? And we think that, oh, why is this happening to me? Why did this happen? Why does this have to happen, right? And we start asking all of these questions instead of knowing and understanding that this is just a part of the path that we're on and this is happening for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. And I really understand that at this point in my life. So for those of you that are new to my world, I am in a relationship. I am engaged to the most wonderful man in the whole wide world. We have been together for 11 and a half years. We met in 2011. He had two children prior to me. I had one child prior to him. And then we had two children together. So we have five boys. And he is the strongest individual I have ever known. In the 11 years that we have been together, I can probably count on one hand, maybe two, the amount of sick days he's ever taken. The guy has a fever. He will go to work. It doesn't matter. He just keeps going. And so this week on Monday evening, he wasn't feeling so good. He was complaining that he was in a little bit of pain. And on Tuesday morning, he woke me up and he said, I need help. And I knew that it was serious because we don't wake me when I'm sleeping. I'm not the best being awoken out of uh, rest. Um, So I knew that something was wrong and that he needed immediate attention. And I'm also a holistic healer. So I don't believe in running to a doctor for every single thing. I don't like taking antibiotics. I don't like anybody in my house taking them. It really has to be a near death situation. 
And you know, on Monday, if you would have asked me to fit one more thing into my day on Tuesday, the answer would have been absolutely not because I was literally booked by the minute on the hour, every hour, and there was just no time and space for anything else until you're forced into it, right? So my hopes by sharing this with you is to really start enjoying life and enjoying life in the now. And if you are so busy that you can't get a minute in edgewise, then it's time to slow down. Because if you're not gonna slow yourself down, the universe is going to slow it down for you. So we ended up going to the hospital. On the way to the hospital, I broke some laws and I ran some red lights and he was just in such agonizing pain and asked me to do it and I couldn't help it. And we'll talk about rights and wrongs on another podcast, but I have my own opinions on that. When we got to the hospital, I actually had to lie and I talked about this with him in the car before we even got to the hospital because we are not vaccinated and I know from an experience with my mom being in the hospital and from friends and acquaintances that have had hospital experiences that when you say no to that question, it becomes a really big problem because you don't know who's standing in front of you and who is going to create a problem for you. So when we entered the ER, one of the ER nurses was amazing and she said that he was presenting with kidney stones, which made me feel so calm and so at ease because I'm like, okay, kidney stone is painful, but it passes, there's no surgery involved. The reason why I took him to the hospital was because he was presenting with appendicitis and I thought that he might might need surgery. So the poor man is puking and as he's puking, the nurse that's taking his vitals is asking him to put his mask on and it took everything I uh, had not to lose it on her and just be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like the man is puking right now and he's presenting with kidney stones. Like this is not COVID, right? But Whatever, we end up going into the emergency room and literally they were two gurneys deep. It was so busy and so packed that at first I started to question myself and where I had brought him because this wasn't the normal hospital that I would usually go to. We were told to go to this hospital by somebody that works with Ben, which is my fiance, and I trusted them because we're not in the medical world. And I know that the hospitals that I usually go to the one has really strict COVID policies right now. So I was trying to avoid that one. And the other one, I happened to have a really bad surgery experience. And so I definitely did not want to take him there. And so we are in the ER and we are waiting very patiently, I might add. And before we got to the hospital in the car, I was helping him to breathe. I was reminding him to breathe, right? Because when we are in pain or we are mad or we are sad or we are going through all of these emotions, we forget to use our breath. And breath work is the most important tool of all lifetime, right? You can have a therapist, you can have a personal trainer, you can have a coach, you can have all of the things. If you don't have your breath work in place, you are not going to survive most things because the breath is what calms us, the breath is what evens us out, and the breath is what brings us back into our bodies. And on top of that, I, I told him to ask the angels for help. And in 
the interim, I was asking the angels for help, right? But the angels and the guides that are around us, we all have them, by the way. If this is your very first time hearing something like this, every single one of us came here with our own guides, right? If you are religious of some sort and you know about the archangels, the archangels are there for everybody, but then there's the guides that are there for us personally. And so depending on your work in the world, that's how many guides you have, right? So if you're meant to work with a lot of people, you're gonna have more guides by your side. If you're not meant to work with a lot of people, you're gonna have less guides by your side. It kind of makes sense, right? If you're gonna be around a lot of energy, you need more guidance and protection. But the thing with the guides and the angels is that they don't intervene unless you ask them to intervene, right? So you might be going through some of the most difficult things in your life and you don't even think to call upon them because you've never had that practice and what it is it becomes a practice right so what I've started doing is in the morning, I started being grateful. I'm grateful that I woke up for the day. I am grateful to God, to the universe. I'm grateful to the angels. And sometimes I will ask the angels to be with me for the day and to help me and to guide me and to you know, be there basically. And so I told Ben to ask for guidance. And if there was ever an experience that I could have manifested, it couldn't have been more perfect than this one. The ER doctor was amazing. Then the next doctor that came in was even more amazing. They pushed us through for everything. And I'm telling you that place was a disaster, right? And they figured out that he had a kidney stone, which was great. But while they figured out that he had a kidney stone, they also figured out that he had a mass on his other kidney. And the way that the news was delivered, I could see on their faces that it was not good. And while nobody used the C word, that's not COVID, um, it just was very obvious and apparent to me the news that we were receiving. And so she was about to discharge us and then she asked us if we wanted a referral to a urologist, which we said yes to. And then she said, there's two that I would recommend in this hospital, one that I would allow for my family members to work with. And would you like to see him if he is here? And so we said yes immediately because I don't know if you guys know, but in the United States right now, if you have to use your insurance to get say an MRI or a CAT scan or any kind of thing, it is not easy. You can wait months before you are able to get into somebody. And if you are in pain or you are in a dire situation, sometimes you don't have months. Like back in November, I had a back flare up and I am so against testing because first of all, I think that every time you test, they find something. And a lot of time the findings don't necessarily correlate to the pain that you're in. So I ended up paying $350 out of pocket to go get an MRI because it would have taken weeks in order for my insurance to first approve me and then for me to get an appointment that would even take my insurance. So, you know, when she offered, we said yes because it was just easier that if he needed any other kind of testing, we were already there and they were capable of doing that testing. Well, lucky for us, they sent down an incredible, incredible urologist who had a team of residents with them. And he 
was so thorough with explaining everything that was happening and he drew us a diagram and he said if ever there was a time to have a tumor or a growth or a mass this is the best case scenario because the mass itself did not grow onto the kidney the mass was growing outside of the kidney so had the mass been growing onto the kidney we would have had to remove a big portion of the kidney but because the mass was growing outside of the kidney this was very good news it also had not spread to any other organ which was again really good news so it was one good news after the other in like a situation that wasn't the best you know we asked what the worst case scenario was and he's like we are treating you as though it is the worst case scenario which is cancer if it is cancer then the treatment for it would be to remove the mass and the good news is is that there's no chemo radiation that has to come with it so if there was ever amazing news especially for a holistic healer it's that there would be no chemo and no radiation that had to follow for this situation and so you know ben as the incredible guy that he is big jokester his only concern was whether or not we were going to be having sex and how quickly and how that would happen and so we had everybody there laughing and we left the hospital and I went on with my day. We happened to leave there by 1.30. He had told me that he will probably not be going to work. <laughs> That's the guy that I'm with who will actually consider going to work after he's been given a shot of morphine and has been in so much pain. And so I dropped them off at home and I went and I continued on with my day. I went to Pilates, I got a blowout. Now, in any normal, and I say that in quotations, situation, somebody who would have experienced the conversation that we had just experienced, it could have sent them down a rabbit hole of negative emotions, tears and doomsday scenarios and all of the things. And I just kept reminding myself that this is just a moment in time, that this is a very big test in my life and that everything was gonna be okay. And I kept repeating to myself that everything was gonna be okay, that I'm okay, that he is okay, and everything is going to be okay. And as I continued on throughout my day, it took a while for me to process all of the emotions of the day. And I mentioned in another podcast that I have sobered up in the last um, month and a half. Today is actually day 42 that I have not been drinking. I did have a mishap on 4th of July where I drank, but in these 42 days, I've also been trying to not smoke pot. After I recorded my first episode here, maybe a couple of other episodes or commercials, I had such a fulfilling day that I was like, you know what? I want to take a couple of hits and that night I got so creative and I started creating reels and stuff and I realized that I'm not ready to cut marijuana out of my life completely because it does really good things for me. Number one, it makes me kinder and nicer. It makes me more compassionate and it makes me super creative. Some of my most creative ideas came in because of smoking marijuana. So I feel like there is a time and a place for everything, but I had gotten to a point where I was smoking all day long that I didn't even feel like I was getting high, which is why I decided to 
stop doing that. But now in hindsight, I realize why I needed to be sober at this moment in time. Number one, because I stopped drinking, it forced him to stop drinking because we do things together. We are very aligned in who we are and how we are as a couple and who we are as individuals. And while I stopped drinking, he decided to do a water fast. Two days after his water fast, he decided to start drinking, which is probably what initiated the stone to drop to begin with. And, you know, at first I was like, oh, I can't believe this, right? But in the end, it was such a blessing. And it was a blessing the way that it was manifesting because it led us to the hospital, which I would have avoided at all costs. And it led us to getting that CAT scan, right? So I am a true believer that everything happens for a reason. It's not happening to me. It's happening for me because of the place that I'm going to. And so that night when I started when I decided to smoke pot, I went into doomsday scenarios, right? And the worst case scenarios started to pop up for me. And, you know, I needed to process all of that. And I realized that drinking and smoking pot actually helps me to feel. People say that they drink and they smoke in order to not feel. For me, I actually feel like I have the opposite effect. I feel that I really feel when I'm under the influence. And so that night I started to have a lot of synchronicities. And when Ben and I were first together, he is 15 years older than me, sometimes 14 years, depending on the time of the year, right? I guess it's 14 and a half. And when we were first together, I had several people tell me that I had daddy issues and that, you know, there was something wrong with the situation because he was so much older than me. I was 31 years old. It wasn't like I was a baby dating a man that was 14, 15 years older than me. But, you know, back then I would have never thought that I would have dated someone that much older than me. But age is a number, right? Age is a number in most cases. And it's really about how you feel. And so the set in that happened for me that night is that my father passed away when he was 57 years old and Ben happens to be 57 years old and when he turned 57 this year I definitely had that download that you know this was dangerously close and I realized that in my 11 and a half years with him that I was not always able to love him as deeply and as completely as I do now because I always had a fear that he was going to leave me. Now, I've said this on other shows that my dad was diagnosed with leukemia when I was 17 years old and then my mom ended up getting breast cancer three times in my 20s. So for me, the evidence in my life shows that adults get sick and they die, right? And so... In my relationship, because Ben was so much older than me, I had a different level of respect for him, right? And there was always this feeling that he was going to leave me, first because of the way that our relationship started and then because of the age factor. And what happened during COVID is I started to have this incredible trust. There was this incredible trust of surrender, that no matter what happens in this lifetime, I'm going to be able to handle it all. Because a lot of times in my gratitude, I'm grateful for strength, and then I'm put into situations where my strength is tested to the max. 
right? And so I've since stopped being grateful for strength. Sometimes I bring it back just to see what happens. But in this sobriety that I have been living in, it's like my strength has been tested to an extreme. And for the first time in my life, I do not default into anxiety and panic. I'm actually able to stay calm and composed and not go into doomsday. And so when I smoke and I go into doomsday, I have to, you know, look at that and say, okay, if I'm having a bad day, is this something that I want to bring into the day? Maybe I only reserve this for days where I'm feeling good or, you know, like that day where I finished recording and I'm like, okay, now I'm ready. I'm ready to, you know, relax and, and have this moment, which then turned me really creative and I created a really funny reel and I'm not the best reel creator, so I'm proud of that. So today we had a follow-up with a second opinion, someone who is a functional holistic doctor. And, you know, while nobody says the word cancer, all arrows lead to that because of the size and the shape and all of the things. And we really won't know until it comes out. Ben is going for a surgery on Tuesday, July 19th. So that's where the second synchronicity came in for me that my father passed away on April 19th, all those years ago. And I realize now that this is just an incredible test in my life. It really is testing my strength to see how much can I possibly hold because I am manifesting such big things in my life and I want to be able to help the masses, right? Like I don't want to just help one person a day, even though I'm so grateful and I'm so happy for the power of one. I want to be able to reach the masses with my messages and with my truths and with my inspiration and to really make a ripple effect in this world. And in order to do that, I need to be able to hold a lot, right? I look at who I was when Ben and I first met, when I was on food stamps and I was a single mom and I thought, wow, like my problems then were big problems, but my problems then were little teeny tiny problems in comparison to some of the stuff that we've lived through in our relationship. And the thing is, is that the, the problems don't get easier. Your emotional intelligence grows. And when your emotional intelligence grows, you're able to handle things on a much different level because you realize that things aren't happening to you. They're happening for you because of what you've asked for in this life, right? So if you're living through something really hard right now, it's not a punishment for you. It's just testing you to see if you're ready for the next level, right? If you are dealing with somebody who's living through cancer or is really sick right now with something else, a lot of times it's not happening because that person is meant to suffer. It's happening because that person chose to be the beacon, right? It's like when somebody close to you gets sick, it's a really big wake-up call for everybody else around us. And I learned that at a very young age when my mom had cancer and I believe my dad had already passed away because I already had Mikey at the time, my first son. I had ended up at a yoga class the day before Thanksgiving and it was just me and the instructor. And right, everything happens for a reason. 
in that one-to-one -one with her, I started to tell her that I was scared that my mom was going to die and all these things were happening and why would she get cancer again? And she ended up telling me a story that they did a healing circle for someone who had got diagnosed with five types of cancers, right? And this was a healthy woman who never drank, never did drugs, never smoked a day in her life. And she ended up with five types of cancer. And so, you know, you could look at this woman and you can victimize her and be like, oh, this poor thing, like, why would this happen to somebody? Why would something bad happen to somebody so good? But the truth is, is that a lot of times the people get sick, it's not because of them. It's because that's the path that they've chosen to guide the people around them, right? If you are a mother or a father, you have been chosen to guide the life that chose you, right? Your child actually chose you to be that parent. We actually chose our parents. And now for some of you, you might be like, Shill, you're fucking nuts. I would have never chosen chosen that mother and that father if I had a choice. But the truth is, is that you did because you wouldn't have made it to here, right? Like had I not chosen my mother and my father and lived through the experience that I lived through, I would have never become an acupuncturist. I would have never become a holistic healer. I would have never questioned the things that I question now, right? But Everything has led me to here and now I'm so grateful. I actually left that hospital experience in gratitude because it could have been so much worse. And while we're not through the thick of it yet, I know that he's going to live forever, right? Like I just know that we've already put it out there in the universe that we are going to go together. It is like something that we've talked about since day one, that he was going to live over a hundred. And when I was younger, I had a psychic tell me that I was going to live into my eighties. So I was like, perfect. If you're going to live to a hundred and I'm only supposed to live into my mid eighties, that's like perfect. Right. And so I have always said to him and he has always agreed. We have energetically put this out into the universe that we are going to die holding hands after we have sex. And it is just going to be a happy, beautiful moment. And I live in that story because I believe it to be true. And I don't feel like this can be the end of the road for us because we're just getting started. We're just getting married on 11-11-22. We've been together 11 years. I met in 2011. So divine timing. We literally just decided this. And it's just going to be perfect. It really is because we deserve it. And we have worked so hard to get to this point and our love has grown and it's flourished and we've overcome so many things in this lifetime together and we're really good human beings. And you know, when people ask me how I'm so confident, my confidence comes from the love that I receive from him and from my children and knowing that I'm living my divine purpose in this life. And I strive to be the best version of me every single day. I really truly do. And so if you are listening to this and I've ever hurt you or you've gotten in my wrath, I'm not perfect, right? Like I've made mistakes in my life that I'm not proud of and that I would go and take back in a heartbeat now knowing what I know and being as enlightened as I am. But 
it's also a part of the experience, right? And you can't be loved by everybody all the time, even though I strive for that, I really do, even though I know that I am a disruptor in this life and I trigger the hell out of people, but I know at the core that I really strive to be a good person and I live in service for others and my life is devoted to helping others live out their best life too. And so for that, I feel that I deserve all of the good things in this life and I've earned them. And I try to lead the way for other people to live the same. So that is my podcast for you today. In the blink of an eye, everything can shift and change. So make sure that you are living this life to its fullest. Make sure that you are happy. Make sure that you are not living your days in and out in a bad relationship, at a job that you're miserable at, putting yourself in situations that you hate, right? Life is so short. Even if you get to live to 100, it's short. It goes by so fast, right? Like in a blink of an eye, this whole entire life goes by. And we really want to be able to savor that. And when you're on your deathbed and you look back at your life, I don't want you to live with regrets. I want you to know that you've lived your life all the way through fully and completely. And it starts now, you know, it starts with a message like this. It's don't let it get to a point where you're backed into a corner because you get that bad diagnosis or someone that you love gets that bad diagnosis or, you know, like in, in a heartbeat, someone that you counted on is not there anymore because that can happen at any time, right? We're just not guaranteed anything and we're living through the biggest genocide of all time right now and people are dropping like flies and we just have to be aware and be conscious and be true to ourselves. And that's when the confidence comes in, right? When you love yourself and you're loved by another human being and you can quiet out the rest of the world and know that you're living in your true essence, that's when the magic happens. I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful that you listened to this. I'm grateful that you held space for my tears today because I needed to release a little bit of emotion. And thank you for sharing. Thank you for rating. Thank you for telling somebody about me that may not know about me. And I will see you guys soon. I love you. Thank you so much for listening to 50 Shades of Shilamita. Your support means the world to me. And most of all, I love knowing that these episodes are creating massive impact in your life. Love the episode, share the love on social media and tag me at 50 Shades of Shilamita. And let us know your favorite takeaway. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts as it helps us get into the ears and hearts of more listeners who need our message and be entered to win some incredible prizes. I am so grateful for you. Thank you.